Good morning, good evening, good night, whatever it is. Welcome to a, I guess, the second season of this random podcast. Uh, typically, I try to avoid world events. That's a lie. Uh, typically, I try to stay true to what I do. But with this being said, um, given light of recent events, one of the things I do want to say is, um, if you're feeling sick at all, make sure you stay home. If you do the whole, uh, the elbow cough, you know, uh, I think the Wu-Tang Clan has the perfect, uh, I want to say, like, uh, how do I say it? They have, like, the protect your neck against the coronavirus thing. It's Wu, it spells the acronyms Wu-Tang, but it's wash your hands, use your mask prof- properly, touch nothing, avoid large clouds, I mean crowds, never touch your face with unclean hands, and go to the hospital if you have severe symptoms. Um... That's common sense with a lot of people. Uh, people are acting brand new. Uh, but with that being said, it's a little bit different because you have to understand. If you're showing any type of sickness, uh, it's common sense to stay home and not spread it. Because especially when it comes to like uh, how sickness works, spreading it from person to person to person to person to person to person eventually gets to the point where there's a possible there's a possibility for a mutation. Um, by containing it and letting it die out on its own and having people, you know, rough out the symptoms of their own because it's it's basically a more potent version of the flu, but in the sense of it attacks you more if you're, you know, suffering from underlying medical conditions like, you know, a weak immune system, stuff like that. But at the same time, that's true to any sickness. If you already have a sickness and you get a sickness on top of that, then it's double as hard. It's a double whammy, per se. Now, with that being said, uh, it's none of this is new. All this panicking, all the mass buyings and whatnot. Let me, let me explain something to you. If you're going to self-quarantine for about two weeks, which is basically the lie, what was it, the half-life? I want to say the half-life, or no, that's completely different, um, basically, the two weeks, in two weeks, you show symptoms, right, and that lets you know, uh, how badly they get, and, like, whatnot, but at the same time, at the end of the two weeks, that's when, you know, it gets really bad, and then it starts winding down, now, if you self-quarantine yourself during that time, and, you know, limit contact, then you won't actually spread it as much as, you know, if, you know, you're not showing any symptoms, now, if you suspect you have symptoms, or there's a possibility, then you should probably stay home. And I know a lot of people can't actually afford that. Um, and that's that's the reality of how things are. I mean, let's put myself in this, for example. I have to take... I'm getting my hours cut um, due to unrelated matter, but at the same time, I currently set at negative 16 sick hours. Now, most people would think, like, how do you have negative sick hours? Well, that's the thing. I don't know. Personally, anyone that, you know, tries to take more sick hours than they actually have should be hit with a rejection saying, hey, we can't apply sick hours, you don't have any sick hours accrued. That's that's common sense here. Um, but common sense isn't common. That's the issue here. So a lot of people realize their jobs don't have adequate sick policies and giving and a lot of jobs try to get away with just giving out the government mandated three sick days. Now, in times of epidemic like this, it's kind of like a, rea- a reality bitch slap to the American populace, because if you think about this, the fact that there's no sick, there's no sick policies in place, and there's fear-mongering, in the sense of, like, oh, if you give this 
uh, stick hours to someone, people abuse it. Well, yes, there are people that abuse it, but the system is in place for a valid reason. Um, if you look at other countries and how they're, you know, adapting, there's people, the government's, you know, subsidizing rent payments. They're doing a lot of things for the people. And they're like, oh, well, if it happened here, we, no, no. It's the fact that people are so used to keeping things the way they are and not opening up the possibility of change. And any mention of change causes a sense of, like, oh, uh, let's... It, it can't be because this, is, this poorly researched stuff with half the facts present or it's just certain aspects that's emphasized and not looking at the whole picture lets people know, like, oh, one, people don't actually read and people don't have reading comprehension. Now, you might think, like, oh, well, don't we have the CDC or the Center for Disease Control? Yes, we do, but our, t our uh, what was it, uh, Epidemic Task Force... The funding was cut back in 2018. Now, whose bright idea was that? I mean, it's kind of obvious. But at the same time, I'm not going to beat on a dead horse. I mean, we already know this country's government leadership has gone to shit. But at the same time, I can't really say anything other than that. Um, but going back to more important matters, um, I'm not here to talk about the political uh, circus. I'm here to talk about you know personal health. So what can you do as a person to... You know, if you're about to put yourself on self-quarantine. Well, one thing I personally recommend is make sure that you have a lot of frozen vegetables. Make sure you have some potatoes, some eggs, and some trezo. And you're, you're good. You're like, oh, but I can't, I can't stand eating the same thing over and over. But okay, throw some rice in there. Uh, throw some pasta. Throw some pasta sauce. Portion it out. I mean, people do meal prep for like a week at a time. Like... How hard is it to meal prep for two weeks? It's not that hard. Make sure you have a gallon of water prep for yourself for a day, for each day per person. And other than that, like, make sure you have toiletries. Not an excessive amount. Now, keep in mind, it's very rare for you to get diarrhea if you, if you have this sickness. The flu gives you rare cases of diarrhea. Now, the, the people are going out and buying, like, you know, not like half the stock of toilet paper or buying out all the, the milk and all the whatnot just to flip it and sell it. Uh, I think it's called price gouging. Well, okay, so that's just the common thing that people don't understand. I guess there's going to be people that try to take care, take advantage of like the epidemic, but at the same time, when everything cools off, now they lost all this money. Um, so with that being said, they're fucking themselves in the long run because all that does is breed, that creates an opportunity because, oh wait, no, there's been an increase of gun sales, so I guess, you know, that just, you know, opens it up more for violent crime. All that is is inviting misfortune on yourself trying to be greedy because the thing is, I think uh, a lot of people are referencing, like, what the joke, uh, Heath Ledger's Joker said, like, once something happens, once the shit hits the fan, people's niceness falls away, like, all the pretenses and whatnot falls away, people's true nature shows. Like, people always been shitty. I mean, look at the, look at what they elected into leadership. Now, with that being said, um, all I have to say is, it's, it's downright horrifying, if you think about it. Like, people are panicking, and people aren't following, like, common sense rules. There's people saying, oh, no, it's okay, just go out and, like, you know, it doesn't thrive on heat under what 
scientific fact. All you're doing is exposing more people to the sickness and increasing the chances of, you know, a mutation, which would render any countermeasure that they've been developing effectively useless. So that seems like they're pushing an actual agenda in this manner. And with that being said, it's a little bit concerning because there's people shutting that... Like, it's got to the point where cities have to... Like, the city of Los Angeles. The mayor shut down nightclubs, bars, and uh, large events. So movie theaters and whatnot. Theaters. And made it so all restaurants have to be either takeout or delivery. I know that uh, McDonald's, they shut down their... Their lobbies, so it's only drive-through only. Uh, Jack and Box did the same thing. I'm not sure about the other restaurants, but at the same time, this is the type of response that's typically suitable. I know people might panic, but at the same time, it's it shows like the lack of preparedness that a lot of us suffer. Um, so, with that being said, like you just have to like take a moment to step back and think, like, okay, so. Is this the right time to panic? No, it's really not. Because as long as you take care of yourself, you keep yourself properly hydrated. You know, you can do sit-ups and push-ups at home. It's not that hard to do. Like, there's different things. Like, if you have a dumbbell, lift those two. You know, get them gains. You don't have to go to the gym, but at the same time, take care of yourself. Um, Sorry. Okay, yeah, take care of yourself. Make sure that... You're staying hydrated. Make sure you're getting adequate rest. And eliminate the possibility of you catching it or you spreading it. Now, you might think like, oh, that's that's crazy. Like, I can't afford that. Well, you know, it sucks. But maybe for the time being, apply for unemployment. Um, a lot of companies are enforcing you being sent home. And that could be a loophole. Just put, when you apply for unemployment go reduce, uh, working under reduced hours, but you're still employed, um, or you're, you know, on call till further notice, because you are on call, because you're sick. Now, when you're sick, you can't be fired, especially in the middle of a pandemic, because that's just opening the door for a lawsuit, because you're trying to observe, you know, common fucking courtesy. Now, what I could do is, you know, I can provide this little podcast to try to help. Um, like I said, you know, it's not that hard. Use this perfect opportunity to learn how to cook. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I learned how to cook just to, like, pass the time, and I use my friends as guinea pigs. But that's besides the point. I mean, not everyone has people that are willing to be guinea pigs for free food. But at the same time, um, it's, 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 it's something different. It's relaxing. Uh, I mean... A lot of people are like, oh, you know, I can't stand staying at home for two weeks. Like, you know, me and my roommate will drive each other crazy, or me and my significant other will drive each other crazy. No, you really won't, because the thing is, that's when you actually have to, you know, sit down and, you know, get to know the person that you're dating or who you live with. And that's something that's, you know, terrifying for a lot of people, because there's always these distractions. I think the a funny thing that I, I actually read on Twitter was the fact that people said, like, oh, uh, the NBA season canceled. Uh, day three of no basketball, I found out my girl's favorite color is green. Who the fuck likes green? Well, first of all, that just shows how little people actually pay attention to each other. Um, and it shows, like, the dating culture that we have now. But at the same time, 
Um, it's it's a little bit of a a funny, you know. <laughs> like let's just let's just put it like this: people people don't know what what's going on, and people. They say ignorance is bliss, but in this case, ignorance can be fatal. So, with that being said, um, you know, that's my little spiel about current events and being sick. Uh, now, going on to, you know, what I was actually going to talk about, you know, wasting 12 minutes of my life, you know, telling some common sense shit that everyone should possibly know, um, is let's take a moment to, you know, appreciate the little things in life. Animal Crossing has finally got a new game, and, you know... It's it's literally the silver lining because now people don't have have to find a reason to call out of work to fucking build their island. Um, I'm not gonna lie. If I had a switch, I'd be fucking playing that game right now. I'd be streaming that shit on Twitch. Uh, oh yeah, by the way, if you didn't know, I stream uh, irregularly on Twitch as uh, it's Twitch.com. No, Switch.tv/slash Melty Scarlet. Um, I, I I stream right now. I'm streaming Chrono Trigger. Uh, because I, you know, I take time to, uh, have fun, and I love the RPG, and I, I think I'm gonna get all the endings and overlevel and whatnot, but, you know, I was also gonna finish Individual and Cave Story, and maybe start off with, uh, War Girl, but at the same time, Animal Crossing. Let me t- talk about Animal Crossing. I remember getting that game back for the GameCube back in the 2000s. Uh, at first I was like, what the fuck is this? The fuck is that? You know, working off the debt I owed to buy a house and upgrading it, it was great. And then, like, after that, you know, I, I went and tried to get everything, and I remember I went on a collection spree to try to get Wario's Woods, because I had the Game Boy Advance League cable, and that's how you get, like, two of the Super Nintendo games that were exclusive from the Link trade, and then my town, I built my town up, I had two memory cards, I had two separate towns, I had a burner town, in which I keep resetting it, so I got the fruit I wanted, go to that town, grab the fruit, and whatnot, and then, uh, no, it was great. It was great. And then, uh, so I was playing that game over and over and over and over, and then I want to say, like, I lost my GameCube. It died. Uh, and, like, GameCubes die? GameCubes are damn near indestructible. Yes, it's true. GameCubes, out of all the systems known to man, all the consoles, the Nintendo GameCube is one of the strongest durable motherfucking systems there are. You could set that on fire, let it cool off, and it will still play games. Now, unfortunately for me, the disc reader stopped working, so I couldn't do anything. I it was sad. It was it was truly sad. But hey, you know, I had that shit for since two thousand. I got it on launch. I got the Nintendo GameCube on launch. I had one of the first Nintendo GameCubes, and I, that shit died in twenty ten. The last game that I remember playing with my GameCube was Fire Emblem Path of Radiance. The one with Ike. And I remember beating that game. I, I didn't leave my house for a whole week. Everyone was like, where the fuck did you go? I was like, oh, I was playing the game. Uh, but at the same time, like, we have a... Yes, my voice does change after I drink something. It's called staying hydrated. Try it sometimes. But uh, one, of the, one of the biggest things is... Uh, so I actually, personally... Personally speaking, I actually, uh, I love the Fire Emblem. I, I like, I like strategy games, and I like putting Nuzlocks on myself. Like, I'll restart the whole fucking game if I lose one person, or if I lose one defeat. Like, I hate losing. Like, it's one of those things where I'll sit there, and I'll keep playing it over and over. And I want to say, like, I beat Fire Emblem Path of Radiance, and, uh, what was that Game Boy Advance one? Uh, 
fucking forgot. It was... I forgot the Game Boy Advance one. I beat that one. And Advance Wars. Like, I be, I try to go through without losing a single unit or having to die, especially Fire Emblem. And then, I had the Nintendo 3DS one, uh, Fire Emblem Awakening. I hated that game. It was pay to win. The game was pay to win. By the first... Like, I had the DLC, and I overlapped my characters. It was before the first first skirmish, I could just one-shot everything there. I mean, yeah, there's a chance someone dies. They got gangbanged, but at the same time, like, it, it was just it was just one of those things where it's just like, well, fuck, like, what the fuck are you going to do? Like, my my units have, like, the second, has already have their class advantage, and they're already max level, and they're, they're like, specialized stats and whatnot, and they have, like, all these skills and shit, and they just kind of wipe the floor, and I have all these weapons that I shouldn't have, and it's just... Yeah. So, with that being said, it was just, it was just one of those things, and it's just like, it was just one of those things, you know. But going back to Animal Crossing, I I highly recommend it. It's one of those games where it's it's peaceful. It's escape from life, and it's it it'll change your life. Um, but other than that, I mean. Besides the whole corona outbreak, just remember, keep safe, and I'm in this here because I'm about to start streaming, but as usual, I, you know, someone actually told me, like, they're like, oh, you know, they hit me up on Twitter, they're like, hey, uh, I noticed, like, you have, like, 40 fucking episodes that you never once mentioned, like, what can I do to support you in this, and I'm like, oh, uh, so I actually have a Kofi, or a coffee, or whatever the fuck it's called, it's, uh, Kofi.com. That's ko-fi.com slash the random podcast. And I also have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash crimson podcast. Um, I don't think, I think the tiers aren't that, aren't that bad. I mean, yeah, like, I think all they have, like, the max tier you can get is, like, a $15 tier a month. But, like, I think most of them, like, you know, I'd be happy if, like, a couple people you know, subscribe at one dollar a month. I mean, that'd be that'd be great. But as I said, uh, but like I said, I stream on uh, Twitch.tv/slash/MultiScarlet. I'll probably be doing that now once this episode transcribes and uploads. Uh, but with that being said, uh, this is MultiScarlet the Crimson Hermit. And as usual, stay classy, stay at home if you're sick, don't spread sickness, and stay the fuck home. Other than that. The sick boy is out.